88.1 WKNT. What up, y'all? This is your girl, Mira M. And on the phone with me, I have the princess of So So Death, YouTube singing R&B sensation, Dondria. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am doing just fine. Thank you so much for asking. Now, for those of you who don't know, Dondria got her start on YouTube with a $15 webcam. Is that true? $6 million. $15 webcam? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I did. That's what's up. And she built up a huge following and a buzz and is now signed to So So Death Breakers. What an incredible yes. journey. That's just amazing. Now, I want to start off by asking you, when you were purchasing the webcam, and hopefully it was on sale, did you ever oh, think yes. this would be the end result? Not at all. I really just went on YouTube to um, get, like, that opinion. You know, your mom and your friends, they'll probably tell you you could sing people at church. Right. But... You, they may be, like, lying to you. That's true. <laughs> oh, we wouldn't have American Idol auditions if that wasn't true. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I originally went on YouTube to, like, really see, like, what do y'all think? Do y'all like me? Like, mm -hmm. that was my original purpose. Yeah, because YouTube, they do not have a filter or censor, okay? At all. At all, and they will tell you. And so what was the very first YouTube video that you made singing? My very first video was Love by Music Soul Child. Okay. And people just fell in love with it. I, I yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean, sometimes still, I, I get, like, I don't even know how to explain it because I don't, I don't even know. I just, I mean, I know they liked me, obviously, but it just happened, like, so fast. Mm -hmm. It was, like, a big surprise. Wow. Yeah, now you have over 100,000 subscribers. I looked and I was just like, oh my gosh. Yes. Get it, girl. Get it. Okay, I'm about to get me a webcam and start singing. Nights like this. <laughs> I wish. I'm just kidding. Oh. I had to take it there. All right, now I want to go ahead and ask you. So, you're a new artist. You've just been signed to Jermaine Dupree's record. What do you think it was in you that he saw that he was just like, okay, I got to I gotta sign her? I think it was that I was just being like real. And being myself, I wasn't trying to um, portray anything. You know, I was just being myself. And because of that, I drew people in, and they felt like they knew me, and they spread the word. And people just started falling in love with in love with me. And I think that's why, because I was just like, here I am, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's like a, um, a sincerity and honesty in your videos. Now, J.D., we all know he's like one of the most loved and revered producers in the industry. Yeah. Everything he's touched pretty much has gone to gold or platinum. So did, did you feel a lot of pressure when signing with him? Did you debate back and forth in your mind if you wanted to go with someone smaller? Or, or what was it that decision like for you? Um, I didn't feel any pressure. I did. Well, actually, I did. I felt some slight pressure. Mm -hmm. And because of those reasons you just named, like, he's produced all of these stars that have you know, made their mark and they're still doing great like mm -hmm. today. And it's like, here I come. So now I have to prove to him and, you know, to everybody else that I deserve, you know, to be in those ranks too. Right. So I was, I was a little nervous, like when I first got in, especially when I first got in the studio and I was like, oh my God, if I crack, he gonna drop me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, cause I didn't know, but I, it's also exciting. Um, you know, I've, I smile and I always thank God because it's like, it's, this is, I mean, the way it happened, like, this is a blessing. Yeah, definitely. It definitely is. Now, go ahead and talk to me a little bit about the new single that you have out, You're the One. 
I saw that the video, very classy, very elegant, very nice video. What was it like shooting the video for your first song? Oh my gosh, it was it was so much fun. I didn't see it as work at all. I didn't mind doing take after take. I mean, it was just so much fun. And I guess it, it helps that I love the song. And your co-host so, was a cutie. That's always good. Yes. <laughs> so, I was. I mean, I was really excited. I, I didn't want to stop. I mean, I was tired, of course, by right. the end. But it really was, I had fun. And I think that's how it's supposed to be. It is. And never lose that. Never lose that hunger and that, and that fun side of it, you know. Or, you, yeah. know, you know, you'll just get tired of it and you'll not enjoy it anymore. Now, I just want to ask you um, about the new album that's coming out. Now, it's I've heard it's going to be released in spring, but it's spring now. So when exactly can we expect yeah. the album? <laughs> um, well, okay, the new tentative date is June 22nd. And yes. what is the name of the album? The name of the album is Dondria vs. Fat Fat. Okay. Dondria versus Fat Fat. Now, a lot of people, I know who Fat Fat is, you know. Yeah. I've done my research, but for those out there who are like, who the heck is Fat Fat? Morbidly obese? <laughs> who, who, what is this name? Explain yeah. to people who Fat Fat is. Fat Fat is, um, well, okay, I got the name in um, college because I eat a lot, but I'm so small. Right. And I hate people like you, just want you to know. <laughs> just had to get that in there. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm trying to get like 10 pounds, so... If that You're not helps. making it any better. You're not making oh. it any better. You're just digging yourself in deeper. Okay, okay, I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's why I got the name. The story behind the album title is more along the lines of, like, proving to everybody that Dondre can be more than Fat Fat that you saw on YouTube. She mm-hmm. can be more professional. She can sing her own songs. You know, she's no longer eating pizza and, <laughs> you know, right. in the middle of her songs, forgetting words. You know, now she's she's the artist and she can step beyond Fat Fat on YouTube. Okay, so Fat Fat is like a YouTube singer that was singing other people's songs and Dondre is like the full-fledged artist. Yes. You know, professional, got her own thing going on. Because I was just like, like, is this going to be like an alter ego thing? Is there going to be like a metallic glove? I don't understand. <laughs> is there like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, I want to ask you a question because the way that you present yourself, you don't use your sexuality to sell records, and I applaud you for that because all too often we see that, you know, in the industry, you know, yeah. an artist will present themselves like, look, I can make my butt clap at a rapid speed. Oh, yeah, I can sing too. <laughs> right. And as opposed to, I can sing amazing, and if I happen to be able to make my butt clap, then, you know, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, yeah, So exactly. was that a conscious decision for you to to, you know, manage how you were presented and how you came out? Um, yes. I really, and honestly, I'm glad that I was signed with JD because being signed with anyone else, I don't know where or how they would have tried to put me out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I first, And when I first got signed, we were going to appeal to the younger crowd. I was doing, like, fun songs and wearing sneakers. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm 23. Like, <laughs> right. So, but this image and this thing that we're going for, with, with the music, we're trying to go back to the 80s, 90s, like that real mm-hmm. R&B, get the soul back into the music. Right. So because of that, image-wise, I think that I'm trying to be a little Whitney or a little Mariah, and, you know and y'all are going to watch that. me grow. I noticed that, little baby Whitney. And that's, you know, that's a good good person to emulate. She's always maintained a classy demeanor in her career, so definitely, yeah. definitely. 
Now, I want to ask you um, a little bit more about your sound. Now, what can we expect? You said it's going to be like a 90s feel. Now, the, the new single that you have out kind of has like an Aretha Franklin tone to it. Yeah, like I agree. Like a gospel tone, and I love that. And so is that what we're going to hear on the album? Who are you going to be working with along with J.D. and Brian Michael Cox? Um, that, that'll be a little bit of what you hear. I'm, I am going to have some fun stuff. I'm not going to bore you guys to death, but it just, it just will be more meaningful and more relatable for everybody, I think. Um, as far as few other people that I'm working on with, let's see, Brian Michael Cox is on there producing and writing. Um, who else? No ID and The Incredibles, um, Jonte Austin and Chris Style. And, yeah. Sounds like this is going to be a good album. I'm definitely looking forward to it because a lot of R&B artists are making pop records but not really sticking to the core of R&B, the soul of yeah. the music. And I really feel like with your material, you're going to be bringing that back a little bit. Yeah, I hope so. That's what we're trying to do. You know, so. you know and this, the first single is a good start, you know. So hopefully more people will gravitate towards that. Now, I know that you, we were just talking about Whitney Houston. You were heavily inspired by Whitney Houston and Aretha mm -hmm. Franklin and even Beyonce. Who were some of your other inspirations and people that you just love to listen to that have inspired you? I love to listen to, um, I love to listen to Tank. I think that he you is. You love to listen to him or you love to stare at him. Which one is it? Both. <laughs> it's a combination. Both. But, I mean, music-wise, I think he is so underrated. Like, oh, yeah, he has an amazing voice. And he's a great writer. He's great at everything. But, um, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I really am inspired by him as far as his... I'm, I'm really big on, like, background vocals and runs and all of that. Like, I just get so excited when I hear, like, this good substance. Mm -hmm. And I think that he has a lot of that in his music, so... Him and who else? I mean, I love, I love everything actually. When I was in school, I was in this little group, and we always did like old rock songs, like Journey, and wow. like so. I'm, I'm, I've been exposed to like all types. I love country. I, I mean, I love it all. I like Kesha. I like her album. Okay. Dixie Chicks, Paramore. Wow, so you have a pretty well-rounded, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we, we can expect an open arms cover on the album. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, well, maybe maybe not. But right. <laughs> but I love it all. I'm, I'm inspired by it all. Now, are you planning on, um, are you going to be touring anywhere? Are you doing promotional promotional work anywhere right now? Live live performances? Right now, I'm, I'm doing promo any and everywhere that I get or sent to, <laughs> um, but um, we will schedule a tour, you know, like when the album comes out and all of that. We A more organized one. Okay. Well, that's definitely what's up. Now, does your mom still manage you? Yes, she does. And does, does that ever conflict with y'all's mother-daughter relationship? Or you ever be like, Mom, dang, I don't want to do this. Like, how does that work out? Sometimes it's not... It's not really, I don't know how other people's, you know, because other people have their mom as manager. Mm -hmm. I don't know how theirs is. So I don't know what to compare it to, but we really don't bump heads a lot. Um, when I Probably when I first started, some of the stuff that I wear, because mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be raunchy, but I do still want to be, I mean, Feminine, you yeah. know. Yeah. So she like, will be like, I don't know, that's a little, that's 
you know, and I'd be like, mom, <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, flip nothing out. You know, like, I'm not going to be rubbing my body all down and stuff. Like, it's right. going to be classy. She be trying to so. have you just, like, it's Easter Sunday, every every photo shoot? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's just wrong. But. But, no. <laughs> but, that but no, we really get along well. Well, that's good, and it's good to have somebody that close to you because it, it'll help you remain humble and not lose sight of who you are. Because the worst thing is a lot of people who have all these yes men around them and they're not telling oh, them. Oh, yes. You know, it's the worst thing. Now, is there anybody out there, a lot of, you know, celebrities and, of course, normal people are like, they have somebody that's just like their top icon. Like, if they met them, they would just pass out. Who is that person for you? If you just met this person or saw this person, you'd just be like, oh, Lord, take me now. I'm done. Okay, well, besides Tank. Um, besides Tank. Well, he can be my male one. Right. He can be my male one. Um, my female one, I think, is definitely Beyonce. Wow. That's interesting. Beyonce. So if you just saw her. So you haven't had an opportunity to meet or see her yet? No, not yet. Okay. I'm, I might. I might. I don't know. <laughs> you gonna be passed out. In yeah, other girl. news today, Dondria passed out upon me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she definitely is talented. What's your favorite thing about Beyonce? Well, like, what makes you just like, oh my gosh? Um, I think that she is just like greatest performer. Yeah, she definitely. Like is. every time she goes out, she owns her stage, and I just, even though our music is not exactly the same, I still wanna follow after her energy and you know just she just owns the stage every single time she goes out it's true it's not easy following up Beyonce because she gives you everything she gives you the vocals and she gives you the dance and the performance right so she definitely is up there now in today's world it's a little bit different the music industry a lot of artists are being more interactive with their fans and more accessible as opposed mm -hmm. to back in the day, you know, it was a lot of mystery. It's just like, oh, my gosh, if we heard anything from this person or right. if they corresponded with you, it's just like, oh, my gosh. But now everybody's more accessible. Do you think that that's a good thing or do you think that, you know, people need to pull back a little bit? Um, I think it's I do think it's a good thing because the fans, they want to know what's going on. Like in my case, they're the ones that gave me the views and subscribed to me. So. Mm -hmm. They wanted to see every little. They like they want to see what they invested in. Like right. <laughs> they were, you know, we pushed the album back so many times, and sometimes I had to explain to them like, y'all, everybody don't get this. Like, so like somebody will get signed, and you're you won't hear for them until they come out. Like, and that, you know, they might have been signed for two, three years, mm -hmm. and you didn't hear nothing until it's time for their first single to come out. Mm -hmm. And in my case, it's like. Y'all y'all knew me before I got signed, so of course we're going to let you in, you know. So it's it's good, but I just think sometimes the fans don't understand, like, certain things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, I mean, I guess if we just explain it better, then I don't know. They'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, and I also think, like, sometimes celebrities put a little bit too much out there. But in your case, you definitely have that close connection with the fans because you know that's one of the main reasons that you got signed yeah and so you know that's definitely i think a good thing and just as long as people pull back and they don't you know do it a little too much then it's definitely yeah. a good thing to keep in contact with your fans and to let them know that you love them right exactly it's like a direct connection to them which is definitely a good thing now also piggybacking off of that 
Um, the industry has changed in the way that, you know, we hear music and the way that we get music. And a lot mm -hmm. of people are saying that records aren't selling anymore because of the internet and blah, blah, blah. Do you think the internet is to blame for the state of the industry? Or do you think it's just that the, mu the music has just been so dumbed down and it's not, you know, worth buying anymore? What do you think that it falls? I think that I don't, I don't blame it on the internet okay. because... It's all. It really has always been accessible. It just got popular, you know. It, mm -hmm. um, in recent years, yeah, in recent years. So people are still buying music on iTunes. You know what I mean? Like, not mm -hmm. everybody is downloading it. And like Lil Wayne just sold a hundred. I mean, a hundred, a million <laughs> plus. You know. Yeah, in the first so week. yeah. So I definitely don't blame it on the internet. Um, I just think that if there's some substance worth buying, then people will buy. Then yeah, mm -hmm. just like Monica, so. she debuted number two a couple weeks ago. And exactly. Sade went gold her first week. I mean, I mean, exactly. Just snatching wigs, 